0: X-Rated Movies. This is a movie podcast by Two Guys Who Used To Date, and now we don't. Now we talk about movies. And ladies and gentlemen, we got a surprise for you today. We got a secret special guest. Bettina McKelvey is with us today.
1: Surprise! It's me!
0: Friend of the pod, neighbor, neighbor? Um, good friend, good person. Oh, um uh, media maven. I mean, oh, the list you. goes on. Oh and my
2: right. god, likewise. <laughs> oh god. Oh.
0: <laughs> so uh if you're asking yourself, why is Bettina here when you didn't mention her last week? Well that's because <laughs> Matt chose a movie that we uh struggled to watch.
3: It's unstreamable. Uh-huh. Okay. Um and I rented a Blu-ray from Scarecrow, and it was defective in some manner, and I have two different players and it wouldn't play on either. And Ryan uh, mm-hmm. and I were in contacting, and he goes, uh, "Should I see if Patina has a copy?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, "Okay." And he <laughs> goes, "If she does, can I invite her on?" I was like, um, <laughs> "Of course." Yeah. Uh, and but voila! <laughs> I am curious. Why did you think Bettina
0: had this? You know, okay. So, so, when, so, Bettina, when you brought it over, you said, I bought this just like two months two ago. Two months ago. Okay. Oh. Yes. And I think, did you did you post about it or something? Or did I just like pick up on I, it?
2: I mean, this is the beauty of Instagram stories and their ephemeral nature. It's oh, okay. like, I can't even go back and be all like, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> like, um, yeah, it, I, I, I very well may have gloated okay. about my recent acquisition of the... The, um, can I say the title of the movie? Have we already seen it? Yeah, did? go for it, go okay, for it. The Near Dark DVD. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh my God, I'm like shocked that like the only like edition of the DVD is just like, you know, just... Uh, well, we've got chapter selections and, like, <laughs> the wi- widescreen and, like, oh THX <laughs> options. Here's, here's options. the trailer. <laughs> oh, my God, the trailer's a that Okay, Yeah, because I know we all watch the same DVD, I, um, I would love to know if you guys watched any of the trailers. I, uh, I,
0: yeah, I did. Know. Know. Oh, I watched the trailers. The trailers yeah.
2: are some of the craziest. Skinwalkers. I right? want to <laughs> see Skinwalkers Skinwalker. so bad. <laughs>
0: They're all Lionsgate too. I think yeah. this was released by Lionsgate, so you know that like the quality either real good or real bad. Exactly. So.
2: There is no in between. Like yeah, Lionsgate is polarizing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I like yeah. I bought the DVD like two or three months ago, literally, and okay. like I think it was because I realized that it was not streamable, mm-hmm. and it just um, and also. It had, like, the quality of simultaneously being unstreamable and also being a movie where I feel very invested in being able to watch this movie whenever I want. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, like... I mean, streaming is, like, really convenient and everything, but I I get really nervous about the uh, potential for things to be given and taken away at will. Mm -hmm. And um, that is, like... I I know that, like, my physical media collection probably takes up a lot of, like, valuable space, but, man, I, like... There are things, like, I want to be able to... Know that I can that I that I can watch like I have like certain things that like are important to be in my life, and um, near dark,
0: is being one of them. Maybe maybe we'll get into it when we talk about, or maybe we're already talking about. I don't know, but like this movie is so moody that like if you're in the mood to watch it, I don't think anything else is going to satisfy.
2: Oh me. yeah, maybe like another roadie sort of movie, a road trippy sunsetty movie. Yeah, but so, like mm-hmm. I, I picked... Uh, initially p-
3: initially I was going to actually pick a uh, a uh, uh, Point Break uh for Ooh. this episode
2: oh well you know do you know about my special connection with point break that i was in the stage play that um... <laughs> oh
0: yes i do with another friend of the pod Kevin Clark, <laughs> Kevin Clark. Yeah.
2: Clark. yes
3: that's right
2: yeah that was um uh, you
3: toured up and down the west coast did you not uh,
2: we um, <laughs> just seattle and portland <laughs> <laughs> but um no we were like in like fucking like nice venues like um no. We were at the fucking showbox, and we Whoa. had like a. a Didn't rock...
3: Kevin Clark show his butt?
2: He did. Oh, yeah. okay. yeah. Kevin showed his butt. Um, were you the Lori Petty character? Of course I was. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and then I was also the cop in the scene where, um, just where everything goes wrong during their bank robbery. I was the cop who's on the ground going, "I'm a cop." <laughs> 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 um, that was, like, one of the most wonderful experiences of my life that, like, completely came out of nowhere. Just, like, one day on my break at work, I had a text from my friend Spencer, who, and he, because he was, um I don't know if you guys know about how Seattle is, like, the the origin of the Point Break live stage play. Oh, I didn't know
1: that, actually. Um,
2: uh, Jamie Keeling, who was just, like, an angel on this earth lived here and worked for Northwest Film Forum. And I think it was like in 2005, maybe, she came up with the idea to do a, um, a point break stage play where all of the actors were rehearsed, like exhaustively rehearsed and really tight, um, except for Keanu was chosen from the audience. Oh. And that eventually became it. But like her first time the first time she did this show, she was going around Capitol Hill block party and just taking Polaroids of drunk boys she thought were cute. And like <laughs> being like, write your number on this Polaroid and I might call you in to play Keanu in like a point break play. And oh she's God. like, um, like a very just like charismatic, powerful, like, like hot lady. Mm-hmm. And so they're all just like, yeah. <laughs> and so like her first time, like doing this show was in Seattle and she came and so, and she took it to LA and took it to New York. And um, yeah, she wanted to get the cast. She wanted to do like a reunion of the Seattle cast. And a lot of people had like since moved and everything. But a good number of the original cast members were still in Seattle, including my friend Spencer, who played the Gary Busey role. Oh. And I guess, yeah, the original, um, originally the, my role was played by just like a child. And so she <laughs> and uh, the child did not want to do it (laughs) because she's like 20 now (laughs) Um, but yeah uh, they asked me to if I wanted to Like Spencer asked me if I wanted to audition and I like met Jamie at Northwest Film Forum and like completely fell in love with her and it was a wonderful experience and we like Turned around from like rehearsals to like performing at the show box in like three weeks. Oh, anyway, wow. has, And it was amazing. Has
0: Catherine Bigelow chimed in on Point Break Live? <laughs> yes.
2: She completely supports it. Yes. 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 I love it. Yeah. Everybody associated with Point Break loves Point Break Live. Yes. Lori Petty played Keanu one time. Nice. Yes. Yes. Oh. It's a very, it, 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 it's it's an amazing, it's it's an amazing show. I'm so proud I got to do it because there's something about because like the audience decides who's gonna play Keanu, and Jamie told me she was like the audience has never been wrong. They've never chosen the wrong <laughs> Keanu. She's like there is like a common thread of humanity, like woven through that audience. They don't like a Keanu that's too cocksure or co- or like like arrogant. Or like sh- like showboating, she's like they always pick a person who's like game, but like is not all about themselves. And oh. it's true, both our Keanu's were like amazing. They were named Cody and Matt. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. They were great. Anyway, so that was like ten minutes of like no. sidebar, no, but no, no, it's I mean, actually, Catherine Bigelow sidebar. Yeah,
0: I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you are the only person in this room currently, I'm assuming, that has been in the showbox green room.
2: Oh yeah any, any,
0: any comments thoughts on that It was cute Okay Yeah <laughs>
2: Did
0: they give you a uh, food uh, A big did. bowl of brown m and They what? did <laughs> um,
2: uh, They uh They Well uh, um, uh, Someone was like We're gonna go get like we're They were gonna get like Mexican food from some place In Belltown uh, But yeah It was I got a burrito And I, it was like We were all eating burritos In the green room Just being all like Wow This is so cool <laughs> <laughs> My life, where I was kind of feeling a little just like aimless and just I don't know, just like remembering what it's like to like meet cool people and like work on something. And like, I don't know, it was just such a wasn't it it only a couple years ago? Yeah, this was like in uh, 2017. Yeah, 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 not terribly long ago. Yeah, probably about three years. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah,
0: Yeah. would you uh, ever consider doing a live action uh, version Mm -hmm. of Near Dark?
2: (laughs) I really would. Um, and okay, okay, yeah. Let's talk about who would be playing a live action version of Near because I call for stibs on Homer the little boy. <laughs> no, that's the one I wanted.
1: Okay, that's why that's
0: why that's why that's why I was like I actually I wanna be diamond back. Oh um, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So Obviously. I mean that's like what I like but, but like Vasquez I, that's from aliens
0: I, if that helps.
3: That's
2: what I thought I wanted. Okay. But then I was like, but who do I actually think I am? I'm like, the little boy <laughs>
3: Oh, see, I totally identified with Lance Hendrickson. I think oh. I uh oh. He's got a sort of stoic nature to him. He that does. I, th- I think that I, because there's no way I could be Paxton. no i don't think so any of us can there's no that way on. oh yeah yeah
2: like i want to think you could that- <laughs> maybe bettina <laughs> really? of all of us maybe really?
0: bettina can do it best oh
2: my god that's like the <laughs> nicest thing anyone has ever said about me is that i could potentially play bill paxton yeah. in a live theater adaptation of near dark yeah because- <laughs> possibly
0: yeah and just mm-hmm. valerian what's his name viserius i can't remember uh, severin severin
2: is that his name that's yeah. His okay. name, yeah, I realized that I could I, I I could keep talking about everyone's name. I was like May, Caleb, Homer, Diamondback, and I don't know the names of Lance Henriksen or Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton's I yeah, I name, yeah, I don't remember Lance
3: Henriksen's name, but yeah, Bill Paxton's Severin. Severin. Like Severin. Okay. Like, that's, uh, oh, uh, that's uh, Venus and Furs Yes.
1: Severin, Severin, awaits oh, you there.
3: There's like that that scene where they're talking about like it's not a matter of when it's a matter of how and it's like they have to kill every night and it's kind of showing and it shows uh uh, homer's technique and like i'd forgotten that like they were just kind of going into that montage it's like they show homer lying on the ground with the bike and it's like, oh shit, this kid's hurt. Like I didn't recognize mm. it as Homer. Yeah. And then like the camera angle changes. I'm like, oh, it's a trap.
2: It's a trap. It's a good little boy trap. Yeah, it's a super a good, good trap. little boy trap. If I don't want
0: to get off Homer real fast. I just want to say uh, that little kid, um, uh, the brother in Teen Witch. Joshua oh. John Miller yeah. and, oh. and oh. River's the Edge. And he's the son of uh, Father Karras from The Exorcist. so. Really? Oh. Yeah, which I just learned today. I did
2: not know that. And I, I feel like either. I kind of know a fair amount about the actor Joshua John Miller. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and yeah, that's his dad. Screen so.
2: actor Joshua John Miller. I think he's a gay boy. He is. I think, I think oh. he's yeah. gay. yeah. Oh, good, good. He and his I Canadian mean, partner
0: what... are working on some USA show right now. I don't know what it's called.
2: Oh. They also, I think he wrote or directed or wrote and directed that movie Final Girls with um, Alia Shawkat. What? Um, is uh, his, I don't know his about it.
3: Wait, th- th- there was two that came out. One called Final Girl and another one called Final Girls that came out like within a year of each yeah. other.
2: I think this was Final Girls. Is this the one where, he, like, <laughs>
3: where they like, they go back in time via the movie? Yes. Oh, that one's actually pretty good. That
2: one is actually quite quite good uh, yeah i, and, I like, laughed out loud
3: th- a couple times at that too. one me too
2: me too i felt it was um i don't know i feel like it had it had a lot of ideas in it i thought it had like um, uh, uh, it didn't uh,
3: ride the concept to death. Yeah, like, exactly. It used the concept as like a jumping off point, but then was like funny in other ways.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I didn't yeah. realize that the, there was a connection. Yeah. there. I want to say, say <laughs> be- between seeing him in this movie and in Teen Witch, he's got range. Oh, sure. but
2: also, okay. Can I just say, because because okay, uh, I'm kind of obsessed with Joshua John Miller's <laughs> acting style. Can I just point out that he sometimes sounds like Catherine Hepburn? It's <laughs> 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 like, you don't know what it's like being a grown, a man a little boy's body <laughs> like, i that's why i love him that's yeah why oh, i yeah. love him he's like this weird little sort of like mushroom faced little boy actor who's like precocious but he's precocious but not likable necessarily no yeah like, no one likes him it's, he's very interesting and i think it takes a lot of like verve to be joshua john miller and honestly not a cute kid no not cute at all that's that's usually
0: what kid actors rely on and he doesn't have that and like
2: um i i feel like i actually have a couple friends where like this is something where we really butt heads is like our response to joshua john miller Mm. and because i love him no he's good good. i'm like you're in like like two of my favorite movies, *River's Edge* and *Near Dark*. Oh, and is he in *River's Edge* too? He's a little boy. Yeah, he's Keanu mm. Reeves' little brother. Oh, who like fuck? Throw like I um, uh, I think he's the first person we see in *River's Edge*. That, he's like throwing a doll. That's always been one that I've
3: doll. toyed with
0: doing for the podcast.
3: Ooh, too. Uh,
1: well.
2: If you have a special guest for that one, <laughs> I have that one on DVD too.
0: <laughs> if only we'd had you on for *Teen Witch*, you could have been our Joshua John Miller. Our Joshua like. John
2: Miller consultant. <laughs> When Matt was dropping the movie off to me yesterday, uh, immediately I immediately had to kind of be like, what'd you think?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw this probably 15 years ago. I, I was still living in the U district at the time. So I, I was 19, maybe 20. Okay. That yeah. was the last time I saw it. And it was like someone recommended it to me because they're like, the director was married to James Cameron at the time. So the cast shares, a, uh, it's a lot of the same as Aliens. Uh, I'm mean going yeah. to correct you. They were married a couple years later. Oh, a couple years later. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, this is just this crazy, cool vampire movie. And, you know, I'm like 19. Like, I, I watch it. And for some reason, I thought that it was going to be more like Lost Boys.
2: Yes. Yes. Um, Which came out yes. three
3: months before this. Yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or and it's like a not. It's a lot artier and a lot moodier than mm-hmm. Lost Boys.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, I, like, Lost Boys is like, maybe, like, uh, I want to say top, I'll, I'll say top 12. <laughs> um, I love Lost Boys. Oh wow. I love Joel Schumacher R.I.P. Um, um, the man who gave Batman nipples. Mm-hmm. Like the, I think I think he was the first yeah, girl, yeah. The one who well, really whatever went to he, he gave us
0: uh, uh Chris O'Donnell as Robin, yeah. and I'm forever gay <laughs> yeah. because of that. So. I mean,
2: I'm I'm like shocked that like I ever liked somebody that looked like Chris O'Donnell because that's like not my style of person now. But if you look but- at it, <laughs> Yeah, no. my my like 1995 libido was like, what's
1: happening? No, <laughs> I know
0: it was like
3: I can't control myself. You, you, so. you, you were having a little mad love, crazy oh. love, mad, oh. mad love, mad yes. love, mad love, which was oh, yes. the same year. Yes.
2: yes, yes, and I saw that in the theater multiple times. Had the soundtrack. Uh, um, the reason I know about um Rocket from the Crypt at all <laughs> is because I had the Mad Love soundtrack on cassette. That makes sense. <laughs> so um, when I first watched um uh, Near Dark, I had just read something that was like. Oh, um, this movie didn't do as well financially because it came out right, like like the same summer or something as Lost Boys. Okay, yeah. And so I was naturally comparing it to Lost Boys in my head, mm-hmm. and they are very different movies. Oh,
3: very,
1: very different. different. Extremely.
2: And um and yeah, and I love I love Lost Boys and I love Joel Schumacher's I, 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 I he like his movies are like Vegas floor shows. I think he's <laughs> I think he's fun as hell. Fair, I, fair. I like um, I don't want to say he's like an auteur or anything, but like his movies are fun.
0: I'm not even going to say he's good, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's fun. Yeah. He's fun. I'll give him that.
2: Uh, he is fun. And that's actually kind of hard. Like I sure. feel like people don't know how to make a fun movie, sure. but um, I remember yeah, watching Near Dark for the first time and like not liking it one bit. Oh no! Like, I just don't think it was
3: on the wavelength of the movie. Like I, because I was sort of expecting like a summer popcorn movie, yeah. and this is a lot artier. Like in terms of vampire movies, this is closer to like The Hunger than it is yes. Lost Boys. Yes.
0: I mean, I'm just gonna say I didn't like it. Really?
3: I, I loved it. <laughs>
2: I love it as well, but only for two years. And I think it was actually almost—it's almost exactly two years because I saw it two or three times in my twenties, and like just didn't fucking. I was just like, God, I, 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 I just I don't get this movie. It doesn't grab me. I love Catherine Bigelow, but this movie, I, I just don't get it. And I don't know what happened, but I saw it at the Grand Illusion on 35 mm mm-hmm. yeah. two summers ago. I, I walked to the theater on edibles. I was by myself in, like, that tiny little, like, um, uh, uh, like, little, like...
0: 25 seats? How many seats? Yeah, that little
2: cozy theater. Yeah. And it, like, it was revelatory. I don't know what intersection of factors made me more open to, like, that movie's charms, but it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I, like, so... so It's not perfect! There's stuff about it that I have a problem with, but it's wonderful. It's a wonderful movie. I'm not gonna
0: argue it's a perfect movie, but, like... Maybe, I can't remember if we mentioned this on Pod or off because we talked a lot off Pod <laughs> before we hit record. But, like, I love a good mood movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is. And it's, this movie is almost nothing but mood. Yeah. And, like, I love a movie that can make me just, like, erase logistical flaws because the mood is so good. Mm-hmm. And that's what this movie does. Like, I'm just. I don't care about, like, but isn't this, like, vampire, blah, blah, it's gone. Well, yeah, like, I'm there's, just, like, stuff it in the shootout, matter. and I'm
3: like, well, shouldn't they be, like, bursting into flames more or less? Like, <laughs> they're covered in clothes, it's like, and Lance Hendrickson's arm, like, bursts into flames. I'm like, that's really cool, but, like, realistically, that it's earlier? on his jacket. Like, oh, it's yeah. not on his skin. Like so, there's many. so many things that I'm just, like, if I think about this with, like, a, a logic or, like, an adult rational brain, it doesn't hold yeah. up, but, like, if I just let it, like wash over me i'm like that's really cool when that like beam of sunlight
0: bursts his arm into flames and and there isn't even like i would even say like it's kind of almost poorly made like especially maybe it's just the dvd we watched and maybe they've like upgraded this for Blu ray, but like some of the sound stuff is like really cheesy. Oh, Mr. Sound. I'm sorry. But like, over there. but like it reminds me a lot of like the Doom generation, which I also acknowledge is not a good movie, yeah. but I still love it because of mood. Yeah. And like, especially growing up in like the West and like you, it feels like just being out at night in on the prairie, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. And like that's mm-hmm. most of this movie is just like at night, there's like, truck stops and like things like that and like I don't know it just really captures that feel which is hard like I don't know yeah Catherine Bigelow seems to like hone in on like the little traces of neon in this movie
3: yeah like if there's a Bud Light sign we gotta get it in frame and we gotta (laughs) get it right behind
0: someone's head Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah totally the feel and the mood that this movie sets for 90 minutes Gotta give it props, 90 oh. minutes, Brisk movie, oh, in and out. Yes. Just, I don't know, I was enraptured the whole 90 minutes. I loved but, it. Uh, no, it's uh, wonderful. But, uh, so what I was saying uh,
3: way, way back in the long, long ago is like, I initially was going to do Point Break, but I was like, you know, I watch Point Break every three or four years and I don't, I just don't feel like I could bring anything to that movie that hasn't already been said a thousand times. And like, I'm on IMDB and I'm kind of looking through other Catherine Bigelow stuff and I'm like, ah, oh, Near Dark, I haven't seen Near Dark in. A billion years, and I kind of I watched the trailer for this one, and I'm like, you know what? It might be might be a rewatch time for this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really glad that I did, because I was just kind of medium on this movie, you know, up until then. And watching it over the weekend, I'm like, fuck yeah, this yeah. is awesome.
2: Sometimes where I'm like, oh, well, there's all these vampire rules that, um. It only uh,
3: adheres to a couple of them, though. It's like the sunlight And rule. it
2: makes up a lot of them. Like how you can undo <laughs> vampirism. Yeah. You can like undo a vampirism blood with blood transfusion. transfusion. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I was like, that is fucking bull. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
2: there's
3: no
0: garlic in this. There's no holy water in this. I
3: think
2: even I'm,
0: one of them is wearing a cross or, like, their gun has a a cross on it or something. Yes, so it's like yes. that doesn't matter. So they yeah. get they get rid of all those vampire rules and it's like they really adhere to just the sunlight rule. I feel like a lot of times vampires are depicted as like socialites and people who can move through, like, the higher echelons of society. Oh, and these are Has just, like,
2: gas station, yeah. truck stop, which, yeah. dirt bags. Yeah, like, they're which dirty. is different they're dirty. Oh, yeah.
3: No, I was thinking about that, like, so often with vampire movies, especially ones that, like, lean in on how ancient they are. Like, yeah. you know, Lance uh, uh, Hendrickson fought in the Civil War and stuff like that. I fought like for that. the
2: South. Let me put it this way. I'm like, and, and then I'm like... <laughs> What? You fought for the South? I'm <laughs> like, B- Lance, you're canceled. <laughs> he fought for the South, everybody. I let's can't believe he's statues. our leader. Let's tear down statues. No, but let's tear down statues. No, so, really actually If there's are. any statues of Lance Henriksen's character in Weird <laughs> dark.
0: Get him down.
3: Get
2: we're down. just going to have to
3: redo it uh, yeah. uh, for aliens. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But usually, there's like if you watch like Twilight or something like that, like there's this ancient society of vampires, yeah. yes, this, Yes. This cabal and this like secret government. And I mean, I, uh, Twilight's the only thing that's coming to mind. But I know that there's
0: other well, movies. Uh, well, wh- and what's the? Um, uh, all I can say is T. Hild and T. Swift. Only lovers left alive. Sure.
1: They're like
0: creating the greatest works
1: of art. T. Hild
2: and T. Swift. T. Hild, T. Swift. But it's like
3: this one. Like, yeah, they're like outlaws like the they're gutter trash. they're making it by the skin of their teeth every fucking night mm-hmm. like yeah. they don't know what the next day is going to bring them and just like they go to that that shit kicking bar
2: that scene is like a, it is a masterpiece um the um, I can't, let me see um so this is like a line from that movie that like even during my like near dark naysaying years until two summers ago a line that is has always stayed with me is when Bill Paxton walks into the bar and says, "Margot,
1: give me a couple of shots, whatever donkey pissed you, shoving down these cocksuckers' throats." Hey.
2: That is the filthiest line <sighs> I have heard in a movie in a long time, and I just—it's um, uh, well, yeah, one of the one of the great tragedies of the pandemic—is that I can't go into like a craft cocktail bar and like <laughs> say that to <laughs> my <laughs> server because that was like going to be one of my new things. Uh.
0: <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't want to overstate it, but I think this is Bill Paxton's best role.
2: Oh yeah, it's, it's the best there. I've
0: ever seen him in. Yeah, it. no, absolutely.
2: I mean... He's uh, he is wonderful. He is like, he is not like feather light touch at all. He no. is like, he is he is like uh When a they show how he like, bone, like but... hunts at night, mm-hmm. like, oh, and he you know, gets in that whole... car with the girls. Yeah.
3: yeah, and he's got like the bolo like, tie or and whatever, and snap
2: the... and gum and slicking back his <laughs> hair and just being all like, hi, hey, <laughs> hey, ladies. Yeah, oh, like he is just. I don't
0: think think it's a mistake that he's getting into a car with two black women and then later they get in that semi with the black man because it feels like there's something like about white people like I don't know I I, I couldn't piece it together but I was like it's not a mistake that like in that montage there's a lot of black people that are dying I
2: hadn't picked up on that I I, should've, I, should've. I don't know. I, I, I don't I, have. I, I, don't have a, I don't have a, a thing
0: to say about it. I just was like, oh, that's like. I just feel like really? there's something about white people preying on black people that. Yeah. yeah. Is well, in
3: yeah, I here. think like the re- the first like real kind of brutal on screen death is that black guy. Like, like other people do die, but it's not like protracted the way that that one is yeah. oh is
2: that when like may and caleb are in the semi with the, the yeah, driver, yeah 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 and, and then caleb's getting sick and and it's because like the truck driver is like concerned for him and like he follows thinks he's getting him. road sick or something yeah, yeah. yeah and like follows him out and, and then and and it doesn't what happens Does, i watched this last night but doesn't may <laughs> like come out and like well she ends
0: up killing the guy and then uh, uh, Caleb ends up sucking her blood in front of a bunch of like oil pumps which I'm like I yes! love this imagery <laughs> yes! yes, thank um. you
3: like yeah that was like the first like kind of prolonged involved murder scene everything else was like kind of quick kind of cut before you saw anything yeah. this was one where it was like you kind of see the terror in the person's eyes as like it unfolds as to like mm-hmm. just, what's I going to happen to him. I thought
0: it was interesting that he was a black person and then also when Bill Paxton takes over that car it's two black women it just yeah. feels like it feels purposeful.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: totally.
0: Well, I would say that Catherine Bigelow is
3: probably slightly like attuned to at least gender in this. So, yeah, I don't know. The, the feel of this movie is like I feel like it didn't have any money, but it feels like it had a lot of money. Yeah, five like, million, which is still not, like this not is a ton. This is what or her, 8 million. her second feature. I want to say it was like. Loveless with Willem Dafoe, Yes, yeah, and then the yeah. Point Break. No, no, no. Next was Blue Steel. Oh, which oh, is a I fun movie. I haven't
2: seen that yet. I haven't
3: either, so. Jamie Lee Curtis, Ron Silver. It's fun. Okay, mm-hmm. I yeah. need to, yeah, I need to watch
2: break. that. Well, what's the movie she did with Willem Dafoe? Loveless? Yeah, yeah. the Loveless. It's okay. Lovelace, um, I'm a slut for Willem Dafoe. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you so said
0: you could sit down and watch Antichrist at any time, right?
2: No, actually. Um, uh, so, him in a full leather jumpsuit couldn't do it for you. I was just, texting, uh, uh, I was just oh, um, no, like, 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 I, you no, know, it, it, obviously, it still, like, pushed the Willem Dafoe button for me, but it was, like, it's <laughs> kind of boring. I like him in what's, oh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Last Spiderman. Spider-Man of Christ. Uh, streets of Fire. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's talk more about the bar scene because yeah. we haven't done the bar scene justice.
2: The bar scene. <laughs>
0: It was my favorite scene of the movie.
2: It's probably one of my favorite scenes from any movie.
0: Maybe, maybe <laughs> one of the things I love the most, Cramps soundtrack. Cramps. Oh,
2: fuck. Oh, I
1: cramp? didn't realize oh, it was yeah. Cramps. They're the, oh. Doing, oh. they're the
0: ones doing the Fever song. And like, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the pod, but like, Cramps are like, they're one of your favorites. Cocaine to me. Yes. I try not yes. to listen to them too much because once I start listening, I kind of can't stop.
2: And it takes you to a different place. Huh? Yeah. And I'm just it's like, weird, this is cokey, all I want to do forever. It's a cokey, weird place. Yeah. And it's an I have amped to, like, up place. Cut myself <laughs> off
0: after a while. but like I love, 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 love the cramps. And so to have that be a, uh, the soundtrack to this scene where they're just being brutal hunters. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, the, this
3: is like the no, scene no, where no, no, they're no, really no. enjoying the hunt. Like other, yeah. like the first time when we see, you know, Homer like pretending to like have having fall from his bike and Diamondback and and Lance Hendrickson.
2: Oh, their hunt is so satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like luring prospective, like like prospective rapists. It, it reminded me of so so super they troopers.
1: Kill them. <laughs> 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 like,
3: like they'd pull someone over and seduce them back to their place. I was like, oh, th- yeah, like this is them like. Just kind of playing into the whole con. Like I it yeah. was and like you don't see anything. Like you you don't see anything, but it's just the looks in their eyes that they have total control in oh, the not. situation.
0: They're yeah. like, Yeah, come on
3: in. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's also something that I get from that's a, like a satisfaction that I get from the first scene with May and Caleb where he is being very kind of scary to her, yeah. And I believe he is. He is. Um. He has taken. Has he taken her keys or something? But he, um, he turns
0: off the keys in the car and. Yeah. Was like, I'm not going any further. Yes, until I
2: get until a kiss. Until you kiss me. Oh yeah. yeah he puts and the keys
0: down his shirt.
3: Yes,
2: and yeah. and it is. Really like I, I I don't know maybe back in 87 or whenever this movie came out like maybe that was kind of like a cute little like flirtatious thing to do back then I, but I
3: totally read it as creeper and because creepy. like her like view of the situation is she's like you've just bitten off more than you can chew and I think, I
2: think
0: she says before that several times just take me home mm-hmm. yeah like I don't think she's giving off vibes of like oh you <laughs> yeah. I think it's like no Fucking take me home. I'm done with yeah. this date. And yeah. he does that, and you're like, "Come on, Caleb. Yeah, yeah. And come he's, on. Yeah,
2: he's being he's being a total creep, and it's basically like you have to like come towards me physically if you want to go home. And she's clearly panicking. I mean, yeah. he doesn't know that it's because she's a vampire. Um, and he doesn't know she's a vampire all he knows is that there's a woman who's frantic and scared yeah and he's like he's fine with it i'm fine with this oh you're right i didn't think about there is like something satisfying about the as a viewer knowing that in some ways he is the one that should be afraid
3: because if he had just
0: taken her home like she
3: asked
2: the movie wouldn't have
0: yeah because she's scared in two ways because she's scared the sun's coming up but she's also scared about her desire to eat him yeah or mm-hmm. take yeah. his blood yeah so it's like there's like double levels for her in yeah. that, and he should be picking up on that because and but he's, he's so not. emotionally idiotic he mm-hmm. can't
2: there is something in that scene where like like when she bites him where i'm just like fuck yes like As a lady who navigates the world being kind of scared of men all the time, there is something just so fun to like in like thinking about, like, what would it be like? What if I were like secretly a monster that could eat men? Mm -hmm. And like, they didn't know that. And like, like how satisfying would it be to go around being all like, all right, motherfuckers, you can harass (laughs) me from your car, but you're the one that should be afraid after dark. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: Take me home. And if you don't, you'll regret it. Do they even have fangs in this movie?
1: I don't. Uh-oh. I don't remember yeah. seeing them. Like that's
0: another like, like vampire no truck They're just like racial
2: vampire trope. Like, yeah,
0: they don't even say vampire in this movie. No, I, I mean that's again like when we're talking about mood. I love that. Like there's no rules spelled out. We're just like you know what vampires are. Yeah, and we can play loosey goosey with the rules if we're just sort of like hanging it on this loose. Western vampire trope. Because it's like, I don't need that. I I like that. They are kind of exposed to sunlight because it's like the
3: next day when Caleb is like smoking out in the field (laughs) and and the 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 RV comes by, but it's like they've just. Taped up or put foil or reflectors mm-hmm. like in the windows, like it's real DIY. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, but then, I like, love
0: that scene by the way when they come and pick him up. Oh, I yeah. love it, love it's it, love it. It's so great. Because you just see this
2: really... crazy
0: RV driving, yeah. swerving it on the road, the windows like the, are blacked out. It, just yeah, just the
2: window, like it really, like that is like one of my favorite ways that they subvert the vampire rules is that you think of yourself as being safe from them in daylight and they're like oh. and they're like no what if actually rv full of murdered out RVs? Dirt, <laughs> dirty ass like dirty ass like roadhouse truck stop vampires in a rv with blacked out windows driving through a cornfield snatching you out of the field in the like at daybreak yeah. like. howdy <clears throat> i'm gonna
1: separate your head from your shoulders Hope you don't mind none. Well, it's, like, it's a it. couple mm. scenes
3: later, like may- maybe 30, 40 minutes later, when it's like they're driving along and the sun's coming out and they have to like black out the car that yeah. they're driving yeah. while the sun paint? Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm spray like, painting
2: the foil and they're yeah. so frantic. It's like so
3: much of this movie is how like dirty it is and like spray paint and like they have like the tape gun like, and mm-hmm. they're trying they're to sp- like put it. Yeah.
0: They're spray like, painting inside a closed window vehicle. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, this like... is so
3: dirty like i can like just them doing that like i can feel the fumes going up my nose seriously (laughs) like like this is like real like outlaw
0: vampire shit like i mean that's what i'm talking about like this movie is all about emotion and feeling it's kind of hard to evaluate a movie on those criteria because it's like we're so used to like story and you know like plot and things like that but it's like Does this movie make me feel things in a certain way? A hundred percent. Like it reminded me a lot of Morvern Collar, which like is just sort of a a movie that you just kind of feel your way through.
2: I've watched Morvern Collar three times and I'm just convinced that I'm just like too stupid to understand that movie <laughs> but like I love it and I love Lin, Lynn. Yeah. Lynn. it's Lin Lynn Ramsey yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but
0: like it makes you feel something doesn't makes it?
2: Makes me feel something, that creates like last scene, that last scene where she's walking through the club to like mamas and the papas, Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh Slaves I, yeah. love, I love that scene and I, 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 I couldn't tell you like why because like I don't really understand what's happening in that movie but I love it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah but that's my point, it's like it's just like it makes you feel and it like creates a mood and it's like that's so much harder I think to evaluate than like, you know, standard plot, tropes, genre, things like that. And like this movie really like also, transcends like, those things. Like the the like the
3: makeup and the sort of scrappy effects, like this is the sort of thing that like you won't see nowadays like if if a movie with any sort of a budget was trying to make this today like a lot of like the light bursting them into flames or even just some of like the the burn marks like on their face would be CG nowadays. Like yeah. there's a texture like this is a movie that like you can feel underneath your fingernails yeah. like yeah. like you have to get dirty to make this movie yeah totally. and like I was thinking because like Bill Paxton and Lynn Hendrickson too like both of them get like light scars on their face and like yeah. it heals like as the night goes on like you can see a progression of the night based on like how their like light wounds are healing yeah but I'm like this is the exact sort of thing that would be CG in in today's movie it's like Fucking Henry Cavill didn't want to like shave his mustache for Superman, so they CG'd it out.
0: Yeah. And what? You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause like. Well, and, the, and the makeup in this movie looks like, you know, the like when you have an electric stove and like those little like metal plates you have, and it's like over time it just crud burns. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what the their yeah. makeup effect would be like.
3: That's I am. Like totally. I like that. I do too. It gives such a. T- Cause you can feel that dirt. Like you feel kind of dirty like you need to take a shower or something to get mm. like the oh. dust and like the the like the corn dust off of
1: you uh, oh
2: yeah and when like caleb is like it, it's after he's been turned like remember when he's like at the bus station trying to get three yeah. dollars and,
1: oh.
2: the, and they're treating from him the, like a, from the
0: principal from uh twin peaks
2: yes 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 yes
0: oh
2: my god i didn't even realize how that, so that was yes yes exactly <laughs> he okay like I don't think I know this in my notes but I was just but I, I oh yeah I said um the graciest performance since <laughs> Robert Dunning Jr. in Less Than Zero he's like, <laughs> like, just so greasy yeah, so dirty just like you're like oh my god sweetie
0: <laughs> well and that's why I kind of feel for him because he's like he's trapped between these two worlds like he's trying I know, to get home but then home you also and...
2: hate him because it's oh. like his fault because he like wouldn't let like, mean, a, a frightened woman go home
0: 100% 100% <laughs> But like, I pity him a little bit because he is so gross
1: yeah. and like <laughs> pathetic.
0: Yeah. After he gets turned, and you know that he's helpless. Like he can't
3: earn another three bucks. Like yeah. there's, there's nothing that he can do. But
2: then, but then he appeals to the sympathy of like that another uh, older white guy, uh, older white guy who is a police officer, and he's all like, oh, "I just need three dollars," and then, oh, here, three oh, dollars," and then the guy's like, "Go home, be a good boy." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's problematic. But it but is Oklahoma. It's
2: Oklahoma. In the 80s. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Just, yeah. Oklahoma in the '80s. Just man, like that. Honestly, even that. Like the from the first scene where Caleb and his friends are just like
0: fighting outside. the bar. Fighting
2: outside, and then they see May come out. Okay oh, what, what what did I call her in this? Oh, I said she was Cheryl Lee Doppelganger Ice Cream Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So, because I think she looks yeah. very similar to Laura Palmer. She's like I can see La- that, She's yeah. like Laura Palmer with like a little like 90s, like 90s pixie cut yeah. um eaten ice cream. But oh yeah, that's another that's an inconsistent thing in the movie is that do you remember in the, the, the after Caleb has been turned and he goes to a vending machine and gets like a <gasps> Snickers and You're he right. eats it and he's like gagging. And then and May, I don't know, uh there there could be more uh layers to this. Um, to like m- maybe after you've been a vampire time, for a while you, you can, can eat like, ice cream yeah. again but <laughs> she's just eating ice cream right yeah
0: no, that's totally, <laughs> no good point good point, good point. yeah <laughs>
2: Being a Shirley Doppelganger ice cream bitch.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe she's doing one of those things where she like takes a bite and like spits it out. I know, or, totally. Like, she turns to the side and is like, ah, no, 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 that's that's totally
3: funny because I was like, I wish I could eat soft serve and be that skinny. Soft <laughs>
2: serve and be a little Shirley Doppelganger bitch. <laughs>
3: yeah it must be like a post
0: feeding thing like maybe once you've got your fill of blood for the night
3: yeah, you can go back to human
2: food
0: which is why she could go on the date with him for so long as she did because maybe she was full of blood and she's like I don't need it Yeah, and, uh, on the yeah. date
2: where he took her to see some horses and she says horses just don't like
0: me I can see like
3: how like if you were just kind of a simple guy and you're like mm, I'm gonna take this cute girl out to see some horses like I'm like ah I see your train of thought. I don't think I'd go through with that plan. Yeah. But maybe save the horses for, like, date two. I really... Like, yeah, totally. The, the beginning
0: of this movie, I was really like, I'm going to have some problems with this movie. <laughs> I was really worried. And, like... Something about the horses gave you pause? Well, all of the beginning Caleb date shit, I was just oh, like, well, I'm yeah. going to have some issues with this movie. Well, but, like... Honestly, I almost forget about them once like especially when the action starts happening with like yeah. bullet holes through, through the I mean that shootout
3: in that shitty oh, hotel. It's amazing. Like yeah. that that first like when when uh Severin shoots like the uh through the door and like, and, like the, the light hits and
0: him. It blows up. Yeah. So good. Check out time. I mean, no, I love all that. I love like they blow up a fucking semi in this movie. And they do. I'm
2: they just do. Like- I mean, I mean, the, the, the Japanese
3: movies have the best explosions. Ugh. Like, hands really down. Do. Like, I don't know if it's like an environmental thing or a practical <laughs> thing or like just an economic thing, but like something about the 80s, like when they blew up a building or a semi, like they made it count and it looked good. Yeah, it blowed up good. <laughs> it blowed up real good. Yeah. The
1: best part was when the buildings fell down.
3: Even like in this movie, which is, you know, you can kind of tell is a little low budge. It looks good. I mean, no,
2: it looks really good. It's yeah. I mean, Katherine Bigelow. I think she had like an idea. Like she, she had a vision for it, and yeah. I feel like it's something that's like I don't want to say that, like nobody has a vision anymore, but also maybe I am saying nobody has a vision anymore. Oh, I'm a, no, I'm a hundred
0: percent with you. I feel like it makes me want to see more of her movies because like I see a vision here. Like yeah. I see yeah. somebody who's taking an idea. Of, like, Westerns, vampires, nighttime. Like, let's swirl those three flavors and make a movie. And And this is so much dustier than your average Western. Like, I mean, how many vampire movies do you know that have this much taking place during night? I mean, honestly. I think of, like, Interview with the Vampire. I think of, like, uh, Dracula, the... um, Francis Ford For Coppola one, Franny like, uh, oh yeah, I call
2: it Francis like, Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually,
0: yeah, I just, I don't know, like, like even the hunger. I'm like, I remember so many scenes taking place during the day, mm-hmm. and like this one is so dark.
3: Well, because like,
2: what, Winona Ryder got to write her letters to Keanu Reeves <laughs> yeah. during the day. With, yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna
3: say in oh. in, in 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 Franny. Forco's that one, like, Daylight didn't kill the vampire. It just, like, took away his powers. Like, he was weaker in the day. And I think that the same goes for The Hunger. Like, they could go out into Daylight. They just couldn't be, like... Powerful well, vampires and like the in the Lost daylight. Boys, even like so much of that. I feel like the Lost Boys. It's a big deal that they can't go out in sunlight. But like a they lot can, of the yeah. movie
0: takes place during day. Yeah,
3: I feel like. oh yeah,
2: because Diane Weiss got to come in and check on her sons.
3: I mean. Well, also like the head vampire can be like. Edward oh, yeah. Herman like can that's go and do it. That's a movie that flagrantly No, he like, can't. Wants. He can't. He can't.
2: Edward Herman, I believe that that's the mm. actor's name. Mm-hmm. Edward Herman. Let's go with it. Actually, he is. I don't think he's ever out in the daytime. Okay. okay. Um, I'd have to rewatch um, the he, movie more he, closely. Oh, uh, oh my God. I, I'm like sometimes kind of disturbed by like how many times I've watched Lost Boys. When I like <laughs> think about it, like Jeez. I have watched Lost Boys so many <laughs> times. Like. Um, my my older sister saw it like in the theater like when she was like eight or something and I was like six and she told me all about it. And I remember just like being like, I cannot fucking wait to watch <laughs> Lost Boys.
0: I mean, I still stand by my point that like this is a dark movie.
2: It's dirtier. It's darker. It makes up more weird fucking vampire rules. Like it's not holding your hand through like like vampire territory it is like it just it makes me think that like if vampires were real there would probably be a weird like vampire race like no that, <laughs> that's the way that i was
3: thinking i was like if vampires were real they would probably be these like outlaws that it like had to figure out a way to kill every night yeah. and like they'd be more nomadic than mm-hmm. like the way that we think of them and like
2: snatching people off the street.
3: Yeah, they'd have it's to, like, kill and then, like, yeah. move to a different town altogether, like, far, far away. They don't even get, like, the same car. Like, oh, they have exactly. to keep changing cars. They're Every night they have to change cars. they stealing
2: a vehicle. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> it felt like if vampires were real, this is how they would operate.
2: Yeah.
0: Which yeah. makes the barroom scene so great. Because they're like, <laughs> we're in the middle Ooh. of no f- nowhere fucking Oklahoma. Yeah. Have any of you and- ever been to a shit-kicking bar like
2: that? In concrete Washington, when my mom worked here, yes, I saw a woman. Just, I've like, been to concrete once. Pissing, like I saw a lady just like piss her jeans, just sitting at the bar. Wow! And, and, like, and, and it, still get served.
3: Wow! <laughs> but this is just like wood panel head to floor. Yeah. Uh, the sort of bar. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
2: My experience at, at at such a bar did not last very long. I because I yeah I was here with my mom and my mom and. I, we were. We thought we were just gonna, gonna. I was gonna say, how a, old were you? A, like twenty five.
3: Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I was say, the only time that I've been at a bar like this was when I was a kid because <laughs> in Iowa, kids are allowed to go into bars. Uh, yeah. 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 Like every, are you from Iowa? I, I I wasn't born in Iowa, but my family's from Iowa. So yeah. like all family reunions took place in Little Turkey, Iowa.
2: Little Turkey. Yeah. It, it's
3: how? a it's a it's a school, a bar, and a church. And the church is across the street from the bar. And so Sunday after mass, all the men just file and, and go to the bar. Fully. And yeah. so like one day oh after God. church, like I followed like my grandfather, I was seven or eight or nine or something around there. And like, we, it's one of those bars that's like sawdust all over the floors. <laughs> um, And, like, I just have this vivid memory of the Little Turkey Tavern, and it just being just—I mean, granted, I was there on, like, a Sunday afternoon, but not quite, I think, the time that uh, uh, Severin and his gang showed up. Yeah, um, (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I don't think I've been to, like, a real, like, shit-kick-and-dive bar, the way that one's portrayed in this movie, like, since being an adult, and I kind of want to go to one just— feel it let's go let's just go i I, I, want to know like i was uh, i was uh, like i want to go in and like ask the bartender if they've seen brokeback mountain
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: like it just feels so isolated when they walk in and they're like yeah we know we can kill all y'all and it won't matter and like they don't just like go in and massacre the place like they draw it
3: out like they kind of take pleasure. Oh, like they When they dry. murder that waitress,
2: oh, it's so horrible!
3: Oh my god, what is the way okay. the bartender reacts? I was like, I was happy. Like, <laughs> was
0: he like, oh, another one? Yeah, Damn. I was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Just tired.
1: Oh,
2: Lance Henriksen, yeah. So he's like, so there's like the waitress taking their order, even though like it's obviously like the the energy has changed since they've entered the bar, mm-hmm. and everybody seems pretty scared. And Lance Henriksen, um, he has some. There's some wonderful, bizarre lines on this that I just put under. Um, uh, uh, I just had a chart in my notes called "Wild Colloquialisms" okay. that like don't <laughs> but like don't exist. Okay, this is what he says to the waitress. <laughs>
1: You no, know, your skin is as soft as a preacher's belly.
2: I had,
3: like, gross thoughts, like, trying to come up with the reasoning behind that Oh, same. yeah, I was,
2: like, soft, like, out like, 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 like out of shape? Or, like, soft, like, the flesh is soft? Well, like.
3: I had a, a less PG thought about
2: oh. it.
3: Oh. <laughs> go, go she on, is, like, go Tell on. Me. Tell me! <laughs> well, because, like... I feel like a scoundrel saying this in mixed company, but it's like when you cum on your belly, like it tends to make that area softer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that, that priest had a lot of cum I'm russians.
1: scandalized. <laughs> the moment she is walking out of the
3: room. I'm walking out of here. <laughs> so my thought night. was Because the, a priest would have to be celibate, he would jack off a lot.
2: Uh. Oh, Oh no! Thank you for <laughs> elucidating that for me because I was like, what is that mean?" Well, no, I
0: didn't get it either. <laughs> I'm with you. No, I am. Let's what? say nothing sex about that That's what it is. We're done. Well, because
2: like it you, have... you moisturize with jizz. <laughs> well, have, have you?
3: So was I? Was I wrong? <laughs> Did
0: nobody? I mean, I, I didn't know. I didn't, I thought that was like a weird thing to say, but it like doesn't yeah. feel like inappropriate for the moment I was just like yeah she does yeah I just just, that sounds right I just felt
3: like that area would be generally soft because they're celibate and so they have to all the
0: time I I honestly I didn't question it I just was like yeah
2: you're like total well yeah I wrote it down just because I was like the dialogue in this movie is crazy
0: (laughs) co-written by (laughs) Catherine Bigelow have have we talked enough about how what's the lead vampire's name Uh, Caleb? no we Wait, were Lance just talking about, Yeah. Have we talked enough about how he's was a Confederate soldier?
2: Oh. Well, we, do, we, we do didn't we need cancel to? him.
0: Okay, like, we canceled him. Great. Yeah. Okay, I just want to oh, make yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, just because because yeah, yeah, yeah because he's all, let me put it this way. I fought for the South, and we don't, like, no one in the movie's like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, no, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I'm right, just piecing so this together. You were, now. Alive, you were alive during the Civil War, but you look at Lance Henriksen and you're like, I, he looks like a punk. He looks like a road punk. Yeah. Like with a rat tail and shit. I don't see Confederate soldier when I look at Lance Henriksen, but... Does that mean that
3: Diamondback was also
2: alive during the Civil War? Would I don't had- know. Uh, We don't get we enough don't, backstory on that. We don't her. get any backstory on Diamondback. We don't only. get But any I mean,
3: a- you kind of get the idea that they're a couple. Well,
2: yes. Well, yeah,
0: but they could have met any time past the civil war. You don't think he turned his wife into a vampire?
2: Uh, no, not necessarily. No?
0: Well, not? I do, but like that could have happened anytime after the civil war. She could have been Scarlet O'Hara. You mean he didn't like turn her once he was turned during the civil war. Yeah, like he, he got turned I into the I don't think then, that. Like, no, he, I think that she's later He was on. a
3: good southern gentleman and came back and turned his wife. But or we she don't was know dead. when he
2: was turned though. All he says is that that's how old he is.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So could be could older, have, even.
2: Yeah, it could be. Uh, it could be older.
0: Which makes, oh my god, that just makes so much more sense why they're killing black people.
2: Oh yeah, mm. I just
0: pieced it together. He learned for the racism.
2: South. <laughs> he Jesus for the Christ! South.
0: There are people yelling at their phones right now, being like, "You <laughs> fucking idiots!"
2: Oh man, yeah, that's like. My, oh, that's that like makes so much sense nightmare. now. That's like my, my like worst nightmare. To so, like create a scenario for um, people listening to podcasts where they're just like, Whoa! Because I do that all the time where I'm like, no, William Friedkin made Cruising because there was like, there was a guy in The Exorcist who was a murderer. He was, it's, it's all connected.
3: I mean, the, everything that, you we
1: said did is it. true. <laughs>
0: we just did it. I mean, somebody was literally being, when we said earlier, I don't know, well, there's something about black people. Somebody was like, he was fighting for the Confederacy. <laughs> and we're just now piecing it together. Uh, oh,
1: oh.
2: Um, yeah, thank, that's Thank you my for my your favorite. patience, audience.
0: <laughs> Appreciate you letting
3: us, like, catch up. It takes some time. Some How time. did Lance Hendrickson get, like, relegated to, like,
0: B-movie status, though? I think he's a fabulous actor. We haven't. And- well, we yeah. haven't mentioned Lance Hendrickson, Bill Paxton, and...
2: Jeanette something. We, yeah, we should really all bro-
0: from aliens.
2: I'm yeah, gonna from go
0: aliens. I'm I am going to
2: go i am going to go grab my phone because her name's Jeanette something, and I don't want to not know her name. Okay, yeah,
0: go for here. It. Pause.
2: Her name is Jeanette Goldstein, and Lin's Henriksen's character's name is um Jesse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to keep going back to the bar scene. Because, like, the bar scene is so fucking awesome.
2: The bar scene is fucking awesome. The guy who gets
0: punched and then, like, falls against the, the pool table. Like, that's a great stunt fall. It looks like his back is broken. And then Bill Paxton, like, wipes the blood oh, off he... of Caleb's face uh-huh. and then licks it. Oh. I'm like, homoerotic,
2: bitch. Oh, um, the bar scene has so many fucking amazing moments. And also it has uh, one of my favorite lines in the entire movie. And that is when um Bill Paxton, he's being, like, strangled by a guy oh yeah and um bill paxton obviously is like a vampire so he doesn't really he's um pretty undeterred by it but he's he's playing out, that, pretending that he's being overpowered and he's ouch like, ah, oh ouch oh no and uh, while he's while he's doing this he grabs his assailant's sunglasses. Oh, yeah. And puts them on. <laughs> and so then like, good. And then, like, murders him. Yeah, yeah that's so good. And then goes to bite him and kind of recoils, and he says, I hate
1: them when he ain't been shaved. Yeah. That's so good. So good.
2: I love it. Um,
0: Have we talked enough about how, what's the, um, Teen Witch actor's name again, Joshua John Miller. Thank you, our <laughs> expert, Joshua John Miller. When he's running in the daylight and catches fire, how good that looks! Like yeah. to me, it's it's obviously practical effects. This isn't CG. This is '87, and I'm like, yeah, this it, is like the smoke pack. The fire looks skin. like it's coming off of him. Yeah. In Although the daylight. honestly, okay, okay, but it can't be because um, the actor running.
2: I think, I think actually. I think that in that scene they did have to use CGI, but it still looks amazing. Is yeah. it CGI? I think it might be. Um, uh, I uh I feel like I I, I I read something somewhere about how that had to be done in post.
0: Well, I would believe it was a like a comp of some sort, but yeah. like
2: I just feel like comp
0: effects in this period of time don't look this good. Yeah. It looks like he's got flames coming from wherever his arms are flailing and To me, it just, it looks great.
2: I don't know, like, the emotion of that moment is, like, um, isn't that because it's, like, Homer is... um, He's in love uh, with uh, Caleb's little sister. With Caleb's little sister, Mm -hmm. because Mm she, Oh, oh, and that's Okay, here's the thing I noticed, is that, like, Caleb, not Caleb, uh, um, Homer, the little boy, wears extremely oversized clothes. When he meets, uh, I I think her name's Sarah, uh, Caleb's little sister... Mm -hmm. It's kind of a really shocking, weird turn of the story is that the vampire clan and Caleb's family, who are looking for him, all end up staying in the same little sort of roadside motel. Six. Yeah. And um, Homer is going out, being all a weird little boy vampire, and then goes to a vending machine where this little girl, who is like you know his same physical age, who is Caleb's little sister and she's got some
3: sass to her oh she
2: does she's wonderful okay god what what does she say to him i do what i want to do when i want to do it but he like shows up at the vending machine wearing like a blazer like that has like shoulders that are like like almost a full foot out on either (laughs) side like so broad and i was just like did he get turned into a little boy when he got turned into a vampire? Like, because he is just like a little, like, like middle schooler wearing adult man clothes. Yeah. And I'm just like, what, 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 what happened? Why, mm-hmm. why is he dressing like this? Maybe, I maybe it's the
0: thing where it's like he's been alive for so long. He's trying to be adult. Yeah. yeah, we don't and, have his age, do
3: we? Other than than uh, Jesse yeah. calling him a uh, old man every now and
1: again. Yeah. But, yeah.
2: Little Joshua John Miller being a little—you don't know what it's like to be a old man trapped in a little boy's body. That wouldn't yeah, no. And yeah, a no,
3: <laughs> we just have to pair him up with a uh, Kirsten Dunst from uh, Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. Well, oh yeah.
2: yeah, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Oh, I said something about okay. So like, um, my main problem with this movie I have realized <gasps> is I don't like May and Caleb's story. I Which is what
0: the movie's hung on.
2: It Arbitrarily. And I don't like it. I don't like them. I don't know what I mean when I write things down, but I trust what I... I said, when I was high on edibles, I said, May and Caleb are emotionally always on a porch swing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think okay. means that they're always kind of like, Hey... What's it like being a vampire? <laughs> Don't you miss the daytime? I like the sunset. Like, it's just that kind of conversation yeah. between them constantly and them, bet- them pretend- pretending. There, that it's, there's no
3: real passion other than Caleb a, just wants to, like, bone her.
2: Yeah, he wants to bone her and then he wants to drink her blood. And I just, I feel like she just, yeah. Um, May and Caleb being the center of this movie is, I think, what made me think I hated it. Um, not a hated it, but just like didn't understand it. And that's because I think it's arbitrarily hung on these two. Oh, this is another wonderful line from Lance Henriksen. So, yeah, ultimately in this movie, what happens is Caleb um, goes back to his farmhouse and his dad gives him a blood transfusion. To turn him back into a regular boy. And And it works. And it worked. And then May, his vampire girlfriend, comes back and is like, where'd you go? Oh, no. Your body's warm. What happened to you? And then while she's distracting him with French kisses, the vampire I love that you
3: deliver May's line (laughs) as if you were Blanche (laughs) Devereaux.
2: (laughs) But then while he's French kissing his vampire girlfriend the other vampires kidnap his sister because he's like a child he's like a little kid sister and it's a it's you know those are high stakes she's like a child Uh and then caleb has to go in on horseback to go and like face and like face them down and it's it's a pretty good showdown amazing amazing work from bill paxton naturally um where um, he is like the first vampire to sort of face off with Caleb in this confrontation. And I believe at one point- He gets run
0: over by a semi. Yeah,
2: he gets run over by a semi and then Caleb's all celebratory. And then Bill Paxton is crawling from beneath the semi onto the hood of the car and jamming his his arm, his whole arm into the guts into of, the semi, the, guts of yeah. the semi and whipping shit out. It is incredible. Caleb,
1: it in fucking
2: <laughs> <laughs> and just being like
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> It's wonderful. It's fantastic. And then uh, Caleb comes across Jesse and Diamondback and Jesse says to him, the last sound you're going to hear on your way to hell is your guts snapping like a bullwhip.
0: <laughs> Does that imply that he's going to stretch?
2: And then it's going s- to yeah. break. And then guts are going to And then it's going to break. And then
3: yeah, yeah, there's gonna be a, a retraction. I love it. Now. I love
2: it. I love it. Yeah, your gut snapping like a whip. <laughs> it's like good. it's
1: pretty good. What?
2: Yeah. But then, yeah, then um. Oh, and the whole show now with them is so great. Like Diamondback is like s- supposed to throw a knife at Caleb, mm, and uh-huh. Caleb's little sister gets out just in time to warn him, and he ducks, and the knife goes into Lance's head oh, and rips his, his mouth mouth, and he just pulls Yanks it out, out like it's like a splinter and then just spit some blood on the ground and oh god this movie's fun i mean
0: we're, i mean now we're talking about all like the action and horror elements to it and it's like it never seems out of place in this like moody drama like i'm like yeah this is exactly where this movie should go now mm-hmm. yeah i'm mm-hmm. ready for it's,
3: it, it's like i always say vampires get the auteur treatment like more than any other monster horror like you're right there's like one-off movies of like other monsters getting the the auteur treatment but like vampires consistently get the auteur treatment yeah
2: no i think you're right
0: and i I went through a period not too long ago where i was like i think vampires are dumb and i think that they're (laughs) a bad place to take uh inspiration from but I think I've come back around and I don't know where the switch happened, but like it's been in the last like two or three years. And like this movie, I was definitely like, yeah, actually, vampires are cool. And I understand why people keep coming back to this well, because there's lots to pull from and there's lots of ways to paint them, especially in this movie, because it's like I can't think of another vampire movie where they're like trashy nomads, like stealing cars. Yeah. Name another one. And so it's like, that's, that's fun. I like that they can be painted in that light too. So watching this, I was like, I'm back on board with vampires. No, yeah,
2: totally. I'm like, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, like, I think like, man, Catherine Bigelow just has like a, such a strong vision in this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the story that she's telling is not the regular vampire story. And, um. I remember like when I first watched this and I heard people being like people saying like, oh, we didn't do that well because Lost Boys came out like around the same time and like people were being like audiences were primed for a different kind of vampire story. And at the time, when like shortly after my first viewing of *Near Dark*, where I kind of didn't understand its appeal, I remember being like, "Well, yeah, because yeah, because I, Lost Boys is like a better movie." <laughs> and, and now, like, all, like, you know, all respect to Lost Boys, of course, but like, oh my God, like, but what, they're just they're, very they're different, different movies. They're
3: very yeah. Different yeah. movies. Kind yeah.
2: of, it's kind of sad that like.
3: But you no, know, I'm the same way. Like I, like uh, my coworker described near dark to me and I thought it was going to be like Lost Boys and I watch it and it's not like Lost Boys and like watching it over the weekend. I was like, this is really not like Lost Boys. Like, it's not like Lost Boys This is like an arty all. mood piece. Oh yeah. I remember and, like,
2: um, I like once disparagingly called it mumblecore. You're like t- I was like, this is isn't like a too far- Yeah, if, you're, you're not
3: necessarily wrong. I if know! Lynn Ramsey made a vampire movie, it'd probably look something like this. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you're exactly. not wrong.
0: You're not wrong. <laughs> Oh my god, we can keep talking, but we have to end the pod. So, Bettina, thank you for coming on.
2: Thank you for inviting me on. <laughs> I'm so glad I was able to loan my DVD. Oh. My, my like recently, uh, my recently You've made- acquired DVD of Near Dark.
0: <laughs> You've made a big difference in the this pod, not just today. <laughs> But in general, you were our first guest. Do you realize That's that? That's true, yeah.
2: Oh my God, you got, thank you. And I know, and I always love being on here because I love you guys and you guys are so smart and fun and I love you. Well, <laughs> I love
0: you too and you're our favorite neighbor podcast supporter. Thank you. Slash <laughs> podcast supporter. Thank you. Anyway, Matt, do you want to hear what's coming up next week? Yeah, Please. Well, I'm just going to keep in vain with everything that we're already doing. Bunch of cheap thrills. Yeah, we're doing a lot of lot of fun, cult classics. And I'm going to do a movie that I know you haven't seen. So get ready, because we're going to do The Warriors. What? I've seen The Warriors. What? When? <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> you liar. No. Well, anyway, we haven't talked about Lynn Thigpen very much recently. <laughs> and it's time to talk about her again. Because yeah. she's in this fucking movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right you know where to find us well anyway thank you for listening Bettina thank you again for letting us borrow your DVD oh no, you're welcome <laughs> and thank you for coming on to talk about the movie
2: with us oh my us. god no got, thank you for reminding yeah, that, me the
3: DVD got passed around like Isabelle Hubert and Elle oh, oh baby oh my god
2: oh my god oh, my god. oh god. put a pin <sighs> in
0: that because that might be a bonus
3: episode uh, that, someday. oh my god
2: yeah that's gonna be a bonus episode someday.
0: Yeah, keep we'll reaching for that rainbow bye
3: alright
2: bye sweetie